Wipe Your Lens podcast aims to inspire and empower working moms, helping them find fulfillment and purpose and confidence through their photography side hustle. Whether you're just starting out or seeking guidance to take your existing photography business to the next level, this podcast will be your trusted companion, providing guidance and encouragement every step of the way. So get ready to unleash your creativity, embark on entrepreneurship while capturing beautiful moments with the blessings of strong faith, family, motherhood, and business ownership. So go charge those camera batteries, grab a cup of coffee or a glass of wine and your pen and paper, and let's get started. Hey everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to Wipe Your Lens podcast. This, this is Kim Stewart, and I am on episode 11, building a stellar portfolio and showcasing your best work. So I first of all, just want to thank you all for tuning in once again. This is episode 11, and I'm so excited. I've gotten past 10 episodes, but thank you so much for tuning in. Welcome back if you've been here before, and welcome, welcome if this is your first time tuning in. So again, this is episode 11, building a stellar portfolio and showcasing your best work. So when I started my family photography business and I tried to build my portfolio, I was basically begging people to take pictures with me. Like I've said before, when people came over at the house, I made sure that I had some type of backdrop set up so they could take a picture before they leave. And then I started building like a little studio in our dining room because who uses their dining room table all the time? Nobody. So we got it out of there. I, we actually gifted it to somebody that needed a dining room table. So it was perfect. And I used that as my studio because we never use it. And it was a great spot for putting up a couple backdrops and putting in some little furniture to make it look really cozy and just a very comfy spot to take pictures. So I built my portfolio. I didn't do that until later on actually building the studio part. But anywhere I go, I had my camera and I was basically asking people, can I take your photo because I'm practicing. I just got this fancy dancy paparazzi camera and I want to practice. So first way to build your work is to offer free or discounted sessions. That's number one, offer free or discounted sessions. I have 10, no, wait a minute. I have 11 wonderful tips for you. So the first one is to offer free or discounted sessions. Now, when it's your first time, I'd offer it for free because if you feel like there's no strings attached, there's no, you know, weight on your shoulders to make sure you do this fabulous job because these people paid you. But after maybe the first free one, you go ahead and make it discounted. Honestly, I was charging like $50 when it were it was uh, friends asking, but family members, I definitely did it for free and or begged them to <laughs> take pictures with me because they really didn't want to be a part that much because I used them so many times. So if you're starting out, offer those free or discounted sessions only for a limited time because it's just going to give you experience and it's going to give you the confidence to go ahead and start charging people for your sessions and it will give you some different images that can showcase your work your beautiful work and build that stellar portfolio and showcase that best work and you really want a diverse portfolio so again don't use the same people over and over don't use the same families over and over use different people ask different families if you could take their photo and you'll do it for a discounted rate or you'll do it for free or you'll give them this many photos with it if they want to purchase more it'll be a free session but uh you get free 
maybe 10 images, 10 downloads that are for free. If you want to buy the rest of the package, this can let you see it's only 50 bucks, you know, so they'll definitely want to buy that. That's a great way to go ahead and get started on building that portfolio. Number two is focusing on authentic moments. During that session, you want to capture, of course, of course, the posed session, the posed images where they're posed exactly how they are, but try to get that in between the pose sessions pictures. Try to get that in between where they're kind of like talking to each other or they're laughing. I used to put my camera down and laugh with them when it's a joke or something was funny. I would actually be like, and then I think about it like the second after I did that, like, man, I should have got that shot because that was a really nice laugh or a really nice connection and interaction with the families together. So now I make sure I have my finger on that shutter button all the time, all the time in between shots when we're just walking over to the next area that we're going to take a picture in. I try to get them walking. I'll even stand behind the family and just get a picture of them walking in front of me to our next spot. Or I'll kind of run ahead of them. Okay, guys, I want you guys over here. And while they're walking toward me, I might get that picture and those just kind of be talking towards each other and it's beautiful such a beautiful candid shot so think about focusing on those authentic candid moments where you can emphasize the emotional connection and interactions that families have between each other that are just natural okay all right three get different a different variety of subjects and settings or backgrounds or locations make sure it's different I love to shoot at my home studio because I'm used to it. I'm comfortable here. Um, it just feels very nice and cozy because I know exactly ex I know exactly what I'm going to do for each session. I have it in my mind. I don't even have to write it down anymore. I know where I want to do. I know how much time it's going to take me to do this and do that. But I can be complacent when I do that. I'm too comfortable. And, and of course, you don't want all of your imagery to look the same. Different subjects, but the same background, the same everything. So even in my studio, I change out my backgrounds for the season. I change out my backgrounds every year. So it's just a continuous um, change. So even when I am here and in my comfort zone, it's different. But outside, I can't really change that because outside is going to look like what it is outside all the time. So I make sure that I get a diverse subjects. Of course, don't keep um, taking pictures of the same people over and over again all the time. Make sure you have different diverse people, black, white, whatever. Like I've said before, I've had a mentor tell me that, oh, maybe you shouldn't showcase different um, ethnicities. Just stick to um, showcasing the black people that I take pictures of because you are a black family photographer. No, ma'am. I will capture any anybody's family and it's good to show people that you can do that. That means you can have more clientele. That To me, it just didn't make sense. So when I say you will have different mentors in this or whatever it is that you do, take what it is that you feel is important to you, take it or leave it, whatever information or whatever opinion or whatever suggestion that people give you. Like even right now, what I'm saying, you may not like, you may feel, no, I only want to do this type of people because that's me niching down and making sure that I don't feel that way. I have so many friends and family members that are different and diverse and different ethnicities even that I can never just say I'm only going to do take pictures of one race. That's just not me. So when my so-called mentor or person that I was 
um, confiding with to get some tips and suggestions. She said that. I'm like, uh, no, ma'am. So that's just me. But like I said, give or take, take it, take in what people say to you that feels important or you feel that can help you. The things that you know that won't help you, leave it. Definitely leave it. All right. So number three. Oh, I, I just did number three, a variety of subjects and settings. All right. Number four, showcasing posed and lifestyle shots. That means get the, I always tell my clients when we first get started, okay, I do my prayer first, make sure everybody kind of loosens up some. And then I say, hey, these first few shots are going to be a couple pose shots. And, you know, they're kind of just warming us up. It's just warm up shots, you know, because people feel very, um, not stiff, but they feel they're not warmed up yet. So I just say these first few shots are just warm up shots. I'm getting my settings together so they don't feel so uptight about it or they feel like oh they're just warm up so this isn't the real deal and then that kind of warms them up and then that's when I could get those candid shots those in between the pose shots and those in between going from one place to another shots and um but definitely get those pose shots first because those are the ones that they probably want to put on their wall maybe so it depends on the person but those are the ones that you want to get that they're going to send to grandma to put on the Christmas card or whatever. So get those pose shots and get the lifestyle candid shots because those are the variety of things that you want to showcase in your portfolio because potential clients look for that because that's what they really want. All right. Number five, highlighting details and close-ups. So not only are you getting these candid shots and these pose shots, but if there's a couple, especially if it's newlyweds or if it's an engagement shot, you want to go in for the close-up details on those rings, on a bracelet, on her beautiful nails, whatever. If they're holding hands, just the picture of them holding hands, standing in front of each other, holding hands. You don't have to get their faces or their body. Just get those hands. Those are nice detailed close-up shots that in a portfolio just shows that you pay, play, excuse me, pay close attention to detail that you're detail oriented that you see the little different things or on clients sometimes it's not always getting their full face in a picture one time I took a picture of a couple and it was just their eyes it was them kind of cheek to cheek and it was just well it wasn't just their eyes but their eyes half of their nose half of their mouth and it was just a nice cool detailed close-up shot and it just adds variety to your portfolio all right Number six, displaying a range of editing styles. Now, when I say this, I don't mean putting different filters on your photos. You definitely do not want to do that. If you find a preset, and when I say preset, I'm talking about using this in Lightroom. Like I told you, I use Adobe Lightroom. Um, I don't have a link for them, but if you Google Adobe Lightroom, you can get the link to go ahead and download Adobe uh, or Lightroom and use the free trial and see how you like. Now, again, when you use Adobe Lightroom, it's always best to shoot in raw. Make sure your camera settings are raw so that you can have a variety of dynamic range that you can adjust and edit with. Okay, so um, changing or using that for your editing style, make sure that you try to stick to the same look. You don't want your gallery or your collection that you're giving to your clients to look like all different types of filters have been put onto your images you want it to look nice and consistent which is really hard like if you're doing a wedding because you're there from day to night and the settings change or the the 
lighting that you have to work with changes all day because in the morning or in the afternoon when you go outside to do some photos compared to the uh, evening when the sun starts to set it just changes so you will be working hard on, on weddings we're going to talk about weddings at another on another episode but weddings are hard weddings are really you are putting in the work but that's why you get to charge so much for weddings because you are actually putting in so much work and it's so worth it and it's so fun and it's very rewarding, but it is hard work, but definitely very rewarding. So with the editing styles, this is what I would suggest. Make sure that your editing is consistent with your whole gallery and with that family and throw in a few black and white photos. Black and white photos to me are so timeless and so beautiful that it's just a nice way to show that you are thinking about just adding variety and adding different tones and different emotions and different feelings to your galleries. So that will help with your portfolio as well. Number seven, include client testimonials mm. now on my page if you go to my instagram or facebook page you will see i even made a reel the other day of testimonials because again i have said it before if you've listened to any other podcast testimonials mean so much word of mouth means so much to so many people think about it when you go on amazon when you go on best buy when you go on the lowe's or home depot what do you do you you look at all the different things that you're looking for the type of let's see you're looking for a screwdriver you're gonna look at oh gosh that's the worst I, I know nothing about tools so I don't know why I said a screwdriver but say you're going onto the Walmart app or something and you're looking for a type of hot sauce and you see all these different types of hot sauce you're looking at the different names first and then you're looking at the stars how many stars do each one get and then on top of that you're looking at well how many people posted and how many people what is you're trying to like think in your mind oh it's only two people that gave this five stars but this one has five stars or four stars but three thousand people are the ones that collected you know put in the review so or put in the five stars or four stars so you're looking at all that so having client testimonials means so much to your brand to your business because if no one's has said anything or if no one has you know raved about you then why should I go ahead and and book you you know so if people see that you have client testimonials and the reason why I do get a lot of people that don't know me that have found me on Google and it's because I make sure that my clients go ahead and I used to have them give me a review on Facebook but not everybody has Facebook, but everybody has access to Google. So I make sure now all my clients go ahead and leave me a Google review. And when they do, these other people that are just visiting the area here, I'm in Ormond Beach, Florida, people that are visiting in this area, Daytona Beach even, they go ahead and see, oh, you know, I want to have a photographer because I'm going to be out of town. Oh, wow, she does that. She does out of town. And I put that in my Google um, account that... I love to take pictures of people that are just here vacationing. Beach photos are the best. So they see, okay, somebody else has used her from out of town. Oh, they may even be from my city that I'm from or whatever it is, but they were visiting as well and they loved her. Great. I think this is the person for me. It's almost a no brainer. So client testimonials are great. How do you get a client testimonial? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. So when I 
I, what I do after a photo session, the very last thing I ask my clients, I ask them, hey, are there any other must-have photos that you would like? Usually we've gone over everything and they're like, I think you got more. I could think you got everything we needed and more. And then I'll say, okay, great. So the next thing is you're gonna get sneak peeks. I always love to deliver sneak peeks to my clients within 48 hours. And for me, because I love to, let me make sure I say it right, over pro or under promise and over deliver, I make sure I get it to them within 24 hours. They're gonna get their sneak peeks within 24 hours. Even though I say you get it within 48 hours, it's only been like one or two times that I've had to actually go to 48 hours because I was so busy and I just didn't have time to give it to them, you know, in less than 24 hours. So within 24 hours, you will have sneak peeks. I mean, sorry, within 48 hours, I give my clients sneak peeks. And when I do, I let them marinate on that, let them have fun with that, let them go ahead and post all those photos and share with their friends and family and mom and dad and all that good stuff. And then I ask them because they're already warmed up and they're already like, oh, they love their photos so much before I even give their gallery. I ask them, hey, I sent another email. Hey, I hope you loved your sneak peeks. If you don't mind, do you, can you write a nice review on Google for me? Here's the link. You could just say something like you know what you hired me for how you liked your images what you thought about or what you expected from the session i give them little prompts i don't remember exactly what they say because it's in my email um, format that i give them but you could give them prompts like what you hired me for how your images turned out even though you just gave them sneak peeks um, but they'll answer because they could tell by the sneak peeks and for me I usually say you'll get one or two sneak peeks that's why I tell them ahead of time when they're booking you'll get one or two sneak peeks but I actually give them a lot of sneak peeks I give them like sometimes eight sneak peeks just because I can edit so fastly and I just fall in love with these photos I want to share them so so badly because I know it will just make my client happy and to me I just love making my clients happy when they're happy i'm happy you know so it just brings joy to me because they always say wow you know they don't even realize how good they look and the fact that i can edit everything to make it look magical to them compared to what it looked like while we were there it's just amazing what lightroom could do honestly and if you know lightroom and can actually you get used to it and confident with it it is just amazing so anyway um Getting that client testimonial, I give about eight sneak peeks. And this is why it's not giving away free photos. I leave my logo on each photo. All the sneak peeks, when they download it, it will have my logo on it. So I don't mind them sharing that because that's just kind of promoting my business as well. And they love to do it because sometimes when they post those sneak peeks, they forget to tag me and that's fine <clears throat> even though I asked them <clears throat> excuse me even though I asked them hey when you post make sure you tag me they forget because they're excited and I and I understand and I get it and it's okay go ahead and forget me because my logo is still on there and you're promoting my business thank you thank you share all those sneak peeks so it's amazing because sometimes I even see oh who did your photos oh I see the logo Kim Stewart did them cool that's awesome whatever and that's fine. So to me, giving them more sneak peeks is um, it helps me as well. And I even had going back to having mentors. I had a mentor one time tell me, oh, when you deliver your sneak peeks, I would suggest that you not have your logo on them. That's kind of outdated and clients don't like that anymore. So that is another testament to where I 
did not take that advice. I always leave my logo on sneak peeks and my clients don't mind sharing it with my logo on it because they want to help me promote my business. They hopefully they love me enough to do that and they don't mind it. And she was saying, oh, they're not going to post them with their logo on it because they just don't, you know, most people don't like logos. Not my clients. They love the logos and they actually post it with it. It's okay, you know, so I guess you could gauge your clients, like I said, with mentorship or with um, people that help you get further with your photography business, you're going to keep some stuff and you will leave some stuff. Okay, so what I also say, too, is when I ask for a client testimonial is I ask them, hey, if you go ahead and leave your review, your client review before your gallery's ready, which I tell them your gallery will be ready in at least no later than two weeks. And of course, I deliver it earlier than that. You know that. If you go ahead and leave your client review before your gallery is sent, then I will give you, I will gift you an extra five free digital downloads. They love that. Why would you not go ahead and write a testimonial? You know, why would you not write a review? You get five additional downloads. And with my 30-minute sessions, I give, what, 15 downloads? So that's 20 downloads you get. So, and I also give... The opportunity if you like all your images because I'm a an overshooter I like to take extra images then if you want the full gallery then it's an extra however much that it is for the full gallery so it's also it I mean you took the pictures already so why not offer them if they want the full gallery they could go ahead and and purchase that all right so that's what client testimonials number eight is creating your online portfolio how do you do it how do you want to do it you could do a website, which if you're just starting out, you may not want to start there because websites are um, not costly, but they cost money. I, I use Zenfolio.com and I have in my show notes a link to that where you could get 20% off and that's starting off with a free trial. I'm not sure how long the free trial is, but it, that is an affiliate link. But I love Zenfolio and I've been with them for years because I can showcase my beautiful work on the website. I can create a blog. A blog comes with it for free. Um, what else does it? it? You can send your your images and galleries to your clients and they can buy all types of things from that website. So it's really nice and it can make you money back to where I haven't had to pay for it because the money that it makes already will just pay for itself so it's something to look into down the line and you could try the um free trial and see it's called zenfolio again and you can see how wonderful it works to showcase your work and it's really 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 awesome but you don't have to do it with a website you can showcase your work online on our wonderful social media platforms that are free facebook and instagram so it's easier because you can always update new images to Facebook and Instagram all the time. But once you get more um, experienced, you're going to want to go ahead and go to a website. And there's plenty of websites out there that are just for photography. Zenfolio is just for photography. So it's really nice because you could just pick out your template, what you want it to look like, put in your photos, your information, and everything is nice and um, beautifully put together for you. So, but with your Facebook and Instagram, you 
have your new photos in there. You want to post them regularly, put something nice on there so you could tell your potential clients that you're ready to go ahead and book. You have dates that are open. You can ask them to DM you for information or you, if you have a link to book. And even Zenfolio now has a booking platform. I don't use that booking platform, but they do have a booking platform that you use. It's really an all-in-one thing. So it's really amazing, Zenfolio.com is. So what else? Um, oh, on your social media pages, on Instagram and Facebook, there's also highlight reels that are always on your platform so that you can highlight in a portfolio. And I believe from those highlight reels, you can actually send somebody that link. So if you say, if somebody is interested in your work and you say, hey, here's a nice highlight of my work, you can go ahead and send them that link or you can just have it up there. So when they go to your profile, you can say, this is couples, this is families, these are seniors. That's what I have because those are the different genres that I have in my family photography, family photography niche. All right. So number nine, spinning off of part eight is leveraging social media. Utilize social media platforms like Instagram and Facebook and even Pinterest to showcase your work. Now, I guess I can slightly tell you, it's kind of hard to describe, but I do have a nice freebie that tells about how to share your Pinterest work. Now it's easier from your website because even on the website that I have with Zenfolio, um, it sounds like a commercial, I'm sorry, I'm going to stop saying Zenfolio, but even on my website there, you can go to a photo and if it says pin it, you can pin it. And from there, you, anytime you post something on Pinterest, you don't want it to be just a straight photo. You want it to be able to link back to something. So you can have those photos that you're showcasing on Pinterest link back to your website or link back to your Instagram page. Facebook does not have the capability to link to Pinterest at this time. Maybe it will later. I don't know when you're listening to this, but at this time, it does not have that capability. So what you can do is link to your Instagram. Let you know when you go to a photo on your Instagram page. Now, the only problem I have with this is that it does not let you link a whole bunch of photos at one time. It used to do that from Pinterest to Instagram or from Instagram to Pinterest, but it doesn't anymore. So you have to do individual photos for it to link back to your Instagram page. And once it links back to your Instagram page, say someone wants to see it, then they could go to your Instagram page and follow you or just look at your other work and which is really, really nice to showcase your work and show your portfolio. And for your website, what I do is after I, because I like to blog, I am now blogging every session that I take, I am blogging those photos. And when I pin the blog, all those photos come up on Pinterest. And it's really nice to be able to showcase my work and showcase my images that way. So that's leveraging your social media with new images all the time. And I have to do better with my website because the images that come up on my website, they're not updated. I should be updating them every three months with new photos but I think mine are maybe just a year old, which isn't too bad, but I should do a little bit better. So I will practice what I preach and try to do that today, actually. All right, we're on number 10, collaborating with local businesses. This is great because like I said, most of your work, not all of it, of course, but a lot of my work at least comes from word of mouth, comes from referrals. That's why I say client testimonials are so important because it comes from referrals. When people know and trust you, 
they tell you about somebody else or they tell you they tell somebody about you if they like and trust you they will tell somebody else about you they will say hey i saw those photos that you took or hey i need a family photographer or i need this and that whatever it is that you do and the first thing i want to be is the first photographer that somebody thinks about i want to be that person i want to be the person that they think about that's why i always say post to your social media regularly even if you didn't just have a session use a previous session use something um that you've done you know it could be even years ago just to put your your name out there your business out there so that when people think i, I just will never forget when somebody came up to me and said hey you still do photography and i just hadn't had any sessions lately so i didn't post anything lately because i didn't have a session and i'm like why would they think i don't do photography anymore i just haven't had sessions and i'm like that's why because i haven't posted just because you don't have sessions doesn't mean you don't need to post. You could post older sessions and just say something about it. Like, hey, is it time to update those uh, photos? Or you can, whatever it is, make some um, reels about some behind the scenes things or whatever it is. You should post regularly so people know that you're still in business and know that you're still out there. After that person asked me that, I said, I'll never let that happen again. I will never let anybody think I'm not still doing photography because I am I always am and if I don't put myself out there I know that I won't get booked because people are wondering and no one wants to message you hey you still doing photography mm -mm, they're not going to do that they're not going to message you for that they're going to go to the person that's been posting and they know is doing photography so remember that so collaborating with local businesses I actually have um, something new coming out so you'll see this too I'm going to be collaborating with a local business and we're going to be doing some work together and the premises I'm, well I'm hoping that happens is that my community will have a like no trust factor with their community and vice versa so that we can share not share clients but use each other or let other businesses see that this is what we're doing and we could just grow from there both her company and my company so it'll be great and even collaborating with other businesses that just helps it's a win-win situation so it helps both situ it helps both businesses and when collaborating i love to use the barter system because it's something that they they're doing that i like and something that i'm doing that they like and can use in their business and Using a barter system is always nice to do um, because it doesn't cost you any money, but you're still gaining something and you're receiving and giving at the same time. So number 11, participating in community events. It's almost the same thing, not quite because you're participating, but you're just getting your name out there and you're getting seen and more people are going to interact with you, therefore will follow you like no one trusts you because they're seeing all your posts and things like that and they'll book you and that's number 11 so let's go through each one real quickly so that you can remember and maybe write this down so number one and these are different ways to build your stellar portfolio and showcase your best work number one offer free or discounted sessions of course again not for a long time, just a couple, just a few, just until you get your confidence and experience in and you feel comfortable going ahead and charging what you're worth. Two, focus on authentic moments, meaning capture the candid and the posed section, uh, images 
but definitely those candids mean a lot. Number three, have a variety of subjects and settings. Don't go ahead and photo shoot, have a photo shoot with the same family all the time. Make it diverse and change your backgrounds up, change your locations. Number four, showcasing posed and lifestyle images, meaning get those posed nice um, shots that are traditional and formal, as well as getting those lifestyle shots where they're relaxed and having an everyday moment. Five, highlight details and close-ups. When a couple's holding hands or giving a kiss, go ahead and zoom in to the hands, to the you know, fingers in the hair, whatever it is, go ahead and get those detailed close-up shots because those are amazing. Six, display a range of editing styles. Now, with that, I'm talking about more like angles. Go high, go low, get to the side. Don't let everything just be in the front where you're shooting the, the family or the couple straight on. And of course, add or make sure that your presets or your editing style is consistent and add some black and whites in that. Seven, include those client testimonials. Eight, create an online portfolio, whether it's a website or utilizing online um, social media platforms. Nine, leverage those social medias. And actually, when I say leveraging, that really should mean, I know a lot of people a lot of mentors have said when you pick one just focus on one using instagram only i'm different i like using instagram and facebook even pinterest but definitely to me i think the more platforms that you're on the better for you the more you can get seen but a lot of mentors say just use one if you feel overwhelmed just use one but if you can handle it go ahead and use two instagram and facebook are the best i equally have um, clients, potential clients that find me on both. All right. 10, collaborate with local businesses and 11, participate in community events. And that will help you build a stellar portfolio so people can see your work. You can showcase your best work and get out there so you can get booked. Okay. Thank you so much for listening in. This might be a longer type of podcast, but that's all right. I hope you guys tune in for the next one. Have a wonderful, blessed day. And if you will, go ahead and give me a five-star review if you don't mind. And go ahead, or five-star rating, and write a review. Thank you so much. I truly appreciate it. And talk to you later. You got this. All right. That's a wrap for this episode of Wipe Your Lens. I hope you found it insightful and inspiring. Remember, as a working mom with a passion for photography, you have the power to capture incredible moments and build a purposeful business. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to stay tuned on future episodes filled with even more valuable content. If you enjoyed this episode, I truly appreciate it if you could leave a review and share the podcast with other moms who aspire to turn their love for photography into a rewarding career. Until next time, keep chasing your dreams, wiping your lens, and capturing the world through your unique perspective. You got this, sis.